The purpose of this podcast is to spread high-quality information about life and business to the community. And just to have fun. <laughs> In this episode, we have Josh Franks, and we talk about what are NPCs? How do you break free from an NPC? And my own personal story from breaking free from being an NPC. And practical principles you can apply right now. So let's get to it. This is my first episode here. Um, and what was I thinking? I was actually thinking of the name. You were actually saying something when it comes down to the name. Uh, Breaking Free. And I actually thought of a name right now from a, from a song. And it was called uh, From the Doors. And it's uh, break on through to the other side. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And I don't know. There's something about that that I've, when you said breaking through, and I was like, you know what? That makes sense. Like breaking through to the other side. And it really means, um, you know, what we were just having with Connor, Josh, is that kind of conversation is really going to the complete other side of uh, what he calls NPCs, right? Which is, yeah. which is like uh, being programmed or, or being conditioned, I'll have to look it up exactly what yeah, that means. What is that? I don't know. It's M- look MCP? it up. I don't, I, what was it? NPC, NPCs, NPC. Yeah, NPC, NPC. I thought player was last. Non something player. Put NPC or if not NCP. But NPC. I know it was NPCs. That's what he, that's exactly how he said it. Let me see. Let's see what this. And and really, what he's uh, what Connor was saying is like being controlled okay not thinking what what is it so what is the definition npc non-player character is any character in a game that is not controlled by a player Hmm. so people are like walking around they don't even have like it's automatons right it's uh okay so a good example would be a, a really good example would be um what is it a good example would be a video game so when you play player one, player two, yeah. and then you got an option to put uh, computer players. Yeah, yeah, computer players. And you can, like, it's automatic. It's automatic, and yeah. you, you could choose their, their difficulty mode yeah. to easy, normal, hard, or super hard. Yeah, or your, yeah, your, uh, the game you're playing against. Yes, exactly. Mm. So, anyways. It's turned up by the system. Ooh. Ooh. Or turned down. That's right. According to, boy, some people, that's what it seems like. It's like... They can just be turned on yeah. or turned off right. by a simple word, Yep. and they don't question anything. That's true. Um, but, you know, in these politics and, you know, mm-hmm. different stuff, man. Not to say some of this stuff doesn't kind of, you know, eek me or whatever, but, you know, I think people allow their emotions to rule and not... You know, and don't even think about anything else, you know. Right. No, absolutely. It's an emotional play. Absolutely. Oh, and by the way, uh, we are in a, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, we're at a coffee shop. So you're hearing all this background noise. Uh, There's definitely going to be people making coffee in the background. I mean, we're we're just filming. Literally, we have a camera. Um, if you're watching this now, you can see me, but, um, but it's literally, we, we put a camera, we're right here at a coffee shop and it's totally out of my comfort, our, our comfort zone, just doing this. And I mean, we got the whole stands, I mean, yeah. full on podcast station at a Starbucks. <laughs> so they turned down the music for us. Thank you. Yeah. And we really do appreciate it. But 
Uh, I didn't want to make up excuses, and I am. I'm glad you did. Yeah, I, you, I, I came in. I'm like, huh? I'm are we gonna, going this full out over here? I'm not People doing are it. Like, huh? You can I'm not tell doing there's it. Some and, discomfort. And, but anyway, <laughs> it's all good. It's and and I, here's uh, do it. Here's why I'm doing this podcast. <clears throat> here's why I started this as of the first episode. It's really important that I say this because um, that's the reason why we'll keep moving on forward. The name for the podcast is going to be probably something that you just said, break on through, something yeah. break on through to the other side. Break free. Breaking free. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing, why I'm doing this and why I decided to do this, obviously, Josh, uh, Josh Franks has been mentoring me for the last three, four, I want to say like nice three, three nice years, maybe four, um, give or take. And um, really has inspired me to do my own thing in the video production business. And, and really in life, uh, if they're, they're both kind of the same thing and they, they're, they're really, really just, it's a, it's a, it's a reflection of what I do and who I am. And it really reflects everything. So everything I've been learning is from Josh. So some of the things that we've been talking about, and we've been talking about this for like years and years and years. And, and the reason I, I, I'm doing this is because I'm doing a disservice for my friends, my family, and not really giving them these, this information that I have that I should have been doing a long time ago. And yeah. it's, it's not fair. It's really not fair because maybe if you know me or who I am, or if you know Josh, and you probably see him in the outside, you know, you see uh, Josh, he owns a detail shop. And you might even look at it, I mean, it looks super intimidating. Uh, looks like I will never go through that guy. I will never talk to this guy. But you, you start to dive deep into Josh and you're like, no, he's really down to earth. He loves talking about business. He loves talking about life. He loves talking about giving his faith yeah. and what he believes in and vice versa. It's like the same thing, what you see in social media or whatever, you, however you, you perceive me. There's a deeper side of me that um, I don't talk about. Uh, this is the conversations me and him talk about. And yeah, I, anyways, that's, that's, that's the introduction for Josh, but this is yeah. why I'm doing it. And yeah. So tell me, Josh, um, being on the first episode, t- tell me, tell me about yourself. What is it that, um, you know, what's it like being in this podcast? Actually, how does it feel? How does it feel? Yeah, to be- it feels good. Like I said, it was what, kind of funny coming in yeah. seeing you all set up like this. <laughs> Just so you guys know, I mean, he's literally got like big old long microphone stands and all this stuff anyway and uh, it was funny but i'm i'm really glad you're doing this because it's like uh just like i told you i'm really glad to share a lot of this information most people are going to go their whole life and not get a lot of information like this you know and and it's it's hard to find really strong valuable information i'm glad you you could receive it from me what i've learned so far not that i'm like anything special but um i i feel extremely honored that i was able to learn some of this stuff and i stayed humbled enough i was humble enough to learn it myself and it was awesome to be able to share it with you because you know i you you saw the reward for me. You saw what I was doing, and you understood it. Now I'm really glad you you took it and ran and are doing what I, you know, what I requested you. And that's, you know, if you appreciated the information I shared, that you would share with other people because that is you're doing right now what I wanted you to do from the beginning. And so, and I know you're doing it, you know, not just with this podcast, but exactly person to person so that's awesome so i appreciate that thank you honoring what i asked you yeah. from the beginning 
what was it the um um, and and I, it's funny because I actually said this to other people. Um, this is a good friend of mine, and she's like a family friend. And I give her a laptop, and I remember how her reaction is like, you know, it's like way over her. This this is expensive laptop or whatever, brand new laptop. And she's like, hey, Glenn, Glenn, um, how can I pay you back? And it's it's that kind of our reaction, like how do we pay you back immediately, or how do we pay you back uh-huh. like, like this? You feel indebted. Yeah, but You're the like, thing, huh? but the thing Josh taught me was uh, very important. Okay, you know how you can pay me back? Go pay it forward for somebody else, right? And that's exactly what I did. I was like, hey, you know what? You want to pay me back? Do it for, yeah, do something for someone else. Yeah, even if it's simple. I was like, if you can't if you can't do knowledge, if you can't do this, just go buy somebody some groceries. Go buy somebody yeah, a you, cup of coffee. Do yeah. something so small. Yeah. That it's not so intimidating. Yes. That that I will start be, it. Yeah, I'll be happy with that. Even if you start small. You yeah. don't have to start big. You don't have to go give somebody else a laptop. That will come over time if yeah. you keep practicing yeah, at a small have, step. Yeah, if you don't have money or whatever, there's there's little things you can do for people that will make a dramatic difference. You Absolutely. know, in their life. Mm-hmm. People, you know, yeah. people don't realize how many uh blessings they have right in front of them that somebody else would give up so much to be enjoying what me and you have right now you know there's so much need in the world and uh you know there's always a time where we're gonna be in need something will happen whatever and i feel it's uh you know like i share with you it's it's important to support people you know as best as we can man that when it comes down to it you know It's, I mean, unfortunately, we're taught to be extremely selfish in the world and forget people. But you know what? COVID showed us, many things will show us that we're all connected. If you like it or not, we're all family, man. And uh, <clears throat> and when we treat each other like that, man, the world turns into an amazing place. When you have, you know, when you recognize that, that we're just family and, and you can have a great an amazing positive impact on the people around you and and what ends up happening is you know people don't realize when you do that automatically reciprocity is in the work you're planting seeds in your life your life is like your life is like a farmland and either good or bad whatever you plant in the ground is going to grow it grows automatically. Whatever you spend your time doing, whatever you do. And so if you start planning good things, you start planning helping others, you start planting, learning practical things, you start planning good health and work planting these kind of things, it's you're gonna reap it. So I'm really glad you took advantage of that and you know. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. You're enjoying the benefits now, and you're seeing what I'm talking about. It's just, and it gives you peace, man. It really does. People have a lot of money, but they don't have peace. Yeah, it's it's uh it's something uh, we 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 try to chase or we try to, um, and I was there too. Like I remember, like even when I first started my business, that's all I would think about my money, money. Oh my gosh, I need to pay this. I need to pay that. But every time I thought like that. I would always go backwards. I would always go backwards. Ooh, I would always really? go backwards yeah. all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. not making enough. And now, um, 
and it still pops it still creeps up every once in a while like mm-hmm. it'll creep up like mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. i don't know if i should pay yes. this uh for a new lens for a new equipment and uh really going back to like right. it's a broke mindset and yeah. really it's more of scarcity like, it, mm-hmm. scarcity mindset versus it, abundance mindset it, exactly because it's an investment it's something that's going to benefit others it's actually going to make you look better it's going to like all these little details and um no absolutely like it's just the the way somebody thinks is really really important and i, yeah. I and i yeah you're right yeah, yeah. absolutely no right. matter anybody listen to this whatever you're spending your time doing whatever you spend your money doing it's an investment either either for positive or negative so if what you're doing and what you're spending time on, what you're spending money doing on, the people you're with, all these things, you're going to have a reward, either good or bad, whatever it is. And if you don't like where you are, you don't like what you're getting, switch it up, break it, test something new. That's right. You know, test something new, try something new. I know a lot of people think different things are cool and this and that, and they enjoy it for a while, but then, you know, things happen, life changes, and you start to sometimes dig deep into people's character. You dig deep into, you keep doing some of the same things over and over, the same people, same, you know, spending habits, whatever, you start reaping bad stuff and you get stuck. You it's get so stuck, true. man. It's, it's like, so hey, test it. Test something else. What? What? Are you, yeah. you know, test something else. Jump, get, break out of that stuff. And Try something else. <laughs> that's funny you say that because that's that's um, that is uh, something I do all the time now because of Josh. It's because I, I literally have been testing everything. So um, even with my business, right, doing the film industry, getting into the video production, I do everything right now. And I'm almost narrowing it down finally to being like, hey, test this. Like, I'm still open to almost everything um, when it comes to, like, real estate photography, when it comes to doing um, short films, when it comes to doing 30-second commercials, when it comes to doing filming podcasts, when it comes to whatever the case may be that's related to the film industry. But I'm finding out what works for me and what do I value. What are the things that are going to be beneficial for me? And then I just start cutting things out. Hey, you know what? I don't like... Uh, whatever, 30 second commercials. I'm going to cut that out. I'm only going to focus on short films and I'm just going to maximize my, my strength on just one thing so I can get better and really just, but I'm testing things. I'm, I'm still testing things because the way it feels or, or maybe I'm just, it's just testing and, and I'm just trusting my intuition and, and really, really, um, um, that's something I've been learning from Josh is just testing everything, even with people, even with, even with, I don't like to say clients, but you know what I mean? Just like with people, working with people, relationships, yeah. like always testing it. Almost, it's like going out on a date, mm-hmm. really. It's really, it's like you go on a date, you go on a second date, you go on a third date with anything, a service product or a person, and you're just kind of testing the waters, yeah. right? Yeah. So, no, that's something I've learned from you, right? big time. Huge, yeah. huge. Yeah, testing. People get, I heard, uh, I heard it said, <clears throat> what is it? Uh, stu- uh, persistence is going the right way and not stopping, but stubbornness is going the wrong way and not stopping. And so, you know, I find that it's like, unfortunately, we're not taught to change. We're not taught. It's so valuable. If, if somebody can pick that up, I mean, that by itself is worth a million dollars. If you can learn to change yourself and do something different, 
Oh my gosh, the whole world's gonna open up, man. The world's gonna open up. Most people are stuck going in one direction and that train's going so fast, they don't know how to put on the brakes or whatever because to change would just, to change it would put everything at risk. It puts everything at risk. Something you might, here's the thing, this podcast, somebody listen to this, you might be hearing some of this information and you're like, if I if I keep receiving this information, it's going to require me to change. And that could risk you having to change your social group, you know, the people you're associating with. Uh-oh. It's going to, it might have to hang in the balance, man. Yeah. Things might have to hang in the balance. You might have to change whatever, uh, a, a belief. Right. You might have to, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to challenge things, you know. <clears throat> but it's like, what is it going to come down to? And this was, you know, it, what it comes down to is, can you be real with yourself? Mm-hmm. Man, I was listening to this, uh, <clears throat> this video, this girl, you could tell she was like in deep, like kind of culture, deep culture and, uh, you know, like party culture and stuff like that. And, uh, but she, and she was single <clears throat> and she wanted to be with a guy and, the guy just simply asked her, what, what can you offer me? And she was like, it was just the way he said it. He was, she was like, she had a revelation. She was like, okay, I can give him, you know, intimacy. We can go out, you know, I can give him kind of minimal things, but I really can't back him up as a woman and be really a good woman for him. I'm, I'm all stressed out about life. I'm all stressed out. I, you know, I don't, she's like, I'm requiring the world of a man, but I'm not requiring anything of myself. And she came to this revelation. She was like, I hold such high standards. And I want a man to be in shape. I want a man to have a lot of money. I want a man to be well-rounded and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, but I'm not myself. And she said this on a video, dude. I was like, dang. I I shared it on my feed. I was like, but when I shared it, I knew there's very few people that would watch that and could share it also. Because most people it's very difficult to be real with themselves. And so, and that was awesome because I know a lot of things I, I challenge you with too. There are things that's like, it, you know. Like what, like what, I don't remember. Well, I just, there's no, <clears throat> a lot of this kind of information, it's going to go against the grain. Right, okay. It's completely against the grain. There wasn't like something I could tell you that you said to me, but it was, you know, right, you had to right. change a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Mindset, uh, emotional. Yeah. And so did I. I mean, yeah, yeah as I was learning it, I had to go through that, too. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No. And break absolutely. free of the, what is it? The NCP? MCPs, yeah. Or M- NPCs. NPCs. <coughs> M- MPC. Yeah. MPCs, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> just the automatic player. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Are you just going to be an automatic player your whole life, people? You know? Yeah. Don't, don't do that. And, and think about it. Like, what you're saying is, like, so true because uh, 
like I was falling into that category over time and and but in in reality down deep inside I still I still went my own path there's a there's a there's there's something like oh man I wish I I can't say I wish but I'm grateful that I got to the light bulb really turned on when I was around 27 or 28 um September 10th, 2018. You got the date? Oh, of course. Oh, day. Okay. September 10th, 2018, when my when I rode oh, my bicycle yeah. from yeah from Reno to San Francisco, because because that broke everything. That realized Ooh. that really challenged the books. That really challenged everybody's ideas. That really challenged everybody's like uh, misconceptions, uh, their doubts, their fears. Because when you're out uh, riding your bicycle, not doing, not learn all by yourself taking the risk yeah, tell pe- t- tell them you need to explain what so, happened so on september 10 2018 i decided to ride my bike from reno nevada usa from to san francisco california usa and it took me nine days to get there how many miles it was 300 miles and when i got there or it took me nine days and i've i've never been camping at all so i just went <coughs> out there did my own thing i put all my camping gear I put all the gear, I put everything I can think of, and then I learned to prepare. Right, that's, and then as I was going, I should have not taken many things. You, you start to learn things. You start to pick. Did things. you dump stuff on the way? I had to. Oh, I had to. You so didn't much tell weight. Me that part of the story. Yeah, There's a little bit of weight. Yeah, it's you just... can't carry a house on you. You're <laughs> like, I want all my luxuries. <laughs> nope. Nope. Exactly. Um, they weren't crazy, but it's just like you start to notice these things as you go and you progress and you realize like. Uh, but you know one thing that Dang, that that's is, got a that's got a parallel to it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. If you're gonna do something challenging, you got some extra weight. You gotta leave. You do you on do. the way. And not only that, you gotta learn how to make decisions, major decisions. Like there was a point in behind Napa, Napa Valley, Lake Berryessa. Um, there's this. Uh, I, I was. I literally took my bike. And it was around, I want to say like 6 p.m. The sun was basically going down. The, mm-hmm. It was hitting the mountains. And I was up on this mountain. And this time I wasn't even riding my bike. I'm literally carrying, carrying my bike around on, on a hike, basically. Um, down and then up. Uh-huh. Oh, and but then, it was too rocky. It was too rocky. It was too steep. Uh-huh. And I had, you had, I, I even prayed. I remember even praying. I was like, because uh-huh. I was so scared. Ooh. Because I was like, you're, you're out know, in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. Did you take the wrong route? I didn't take the wrong route. I just followed whatever I had on this, Ooh, like on the map. On the map, and I always took these weird routes because mm. I was like, I'm not going to take the main ones. And Why not? Because I read a book from from Cliff Bar. Okay. And he talks about taking the white roads and taking the red roads. Wait, he Cliff Bar? The guy, the owner of Cliff Bar. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the owner of Cliff Bar. He wrote a book, and I remember reading this book. It really inspired me, and he did the exact same thing. Ro- rode his bicycle, twenty seven thousand kilometers with his friend, and literally he talked about taking the white roads. And the red roads. Okay. And in this, what he's explaining is like most people take the red roads mm-hmm. where everything's carved. Everything's, there's a bike lane. Oh, okay, Everybody yeah. goes. It's so common, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he decided on his bicycle trail, I'm not taking those roads. I'm going to take the white roads. The which, most difficult. The most difficult. So if there's no, if it, it may look like there's something there, a road on my map. But when I got there. I can't just turn back. And so he had kind of got stuck into something like that too. Exactly. And he had to climb a mountain, like literally climb a mountain uh-huh. with his friend and snowy, all this stuff. But he got to the other side and he figured yeah. it out with his friend. Okay. Yeah. You know, and it's more so of like an adventure. Not, so 
going from Reno to San Francisco was hard enough where you need to make sure we're taking the hardest roads <laughs> possible. Exactly, because I was okay. like, you know, why not? Like, that's part of the adventure. I've like, never been camping. I <laughs> my bike isn't even made for the mountain. That bike was not. What is? It's a night. It's a night. You need to put a picture online and show people okay. what if that bicycle. If, if you're is. watching this, oh I'll, I'll take a picture of it. I still ride it to this day. I ride it to the gym every single you're day. Funny. 1990s Cannondale. Uh, old school. It's got the levers, uh, the shifters on the on the body frame, like on the yeah, bottom on the, frame, in between your legs. Yeah, no. It's. Uh, I even heard uh, one of the guys um, who you work with, or not well, who you work <clears> with, <throat> uh, your side, uh, Ben. Oh yeah, yeah, the he, bike guy. The bike guy. Um, he even said like, yeah, most people don't even ride those anymore. Everybody converts. Well, yeah, because <laughs> why would you want to shift in the middle exactly. when you have it on your hand? It's handles. so uncommon, but it's, it's it's hilarious. But they're but they're reliable. If it's high quality, yeah, they're so easy. Yeah. Exactly, they're super reliable uh-huh. and they're easy to change. Mm-hmm. So if anything happens, That's you can be funny. able to change it. Super quality. Wow. So, Free shout out to Cannondale. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Free shout out to Cannondale. So, um, with that being said, it's like yeah. Once I got to the point to San Francisco, uh, I just felt like this great joy, like like a, a, a sense of accomplishment. And I remember this video. As soon as I got there, I was like, man, I was just like. I was right behind the bridge. Imagine the bridge right behind you. It's super, It's not super dark. It's a bad sunset. You can hardly see the sun. And I was just like, hey, made it to San Francisco. I was super tired. I was like, hey, uh, um, anything is possible. Like at that point, I was like, anything is possible. Yeah. And that's what it was. It was like, that's anything awesome, is possible. So, yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say about the bike trail. Like, what what made me change or was it the that was your turning point exactly so like a lot of people now okay anybody listening to this that's that's a super extreme that could be something that some people need up you know maybe a lifetime to do because they're not you know they haven't been exposed to much you did a lot before that even though you still weren't necessarily thinking as much for yourself but you had more social strength you had more uh experience in a lot of people uh in confidence than a lot of people do i think uh growing up and so i just want to say as a precursor because there's a lot of people to do that it, it that does it seems so far-fetched like i'm gonna i'll be honest for me i'm like oh my gosh that's even dramatic that'd be rough for me too right even though i've done a lot of stuff too that's a that's a huge jump Okay, <clears throat> but I just want to say in the podcast, you know, to anybody who is listening to this, don't be intimidated by anything. And and look, you don't have to do something like that. You can start, there's little things that you can do now that will start breaking you out of that. And you can stay honest with yourself. Yeah, maybe you, you know, don't do something really challenging or whatever. You know, or you 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 make a plan to do something you really want to do, and dude, getting that ball rolling. Good luck. It takes you're gonna take some. It takes persistence, man. You don't expect it just to be rolling by itself. You need you need time. You need to exercise that muscle. You're not gonna lift 500 pounds on the first try. Take your time. Start working it. Yeah, just start do little stuff. Do little stuff. Don't don't be intimidated by what Glenn said. 
Absolutely. Little things. Here's here's my secret to here's my secret to how I got over the mountain. Yes, there were some books I read. Yes, there was. um, Yeah. How long were you reading those books? For about three years straight. Oh my gosh! See, so you were already. But you're envisioning it. Exactly. I can't believe you did that whole thing. It didn't just go to maybe you know up the mountain first. What do you mean? You could have just went up to like I don't know Donner. I, I it was a calling. I mean, so but like I said, anybody if you want to do something like that, you don't have to go the three hundred miles the first time. You, you really okay? But check this out. Here's but if you felt it, if you here's my other secret. Here's my other secret. Okay, let's here's, hear it. Here's why. Teach I, me. Here's why. <laughs> that one's a rough one. Here's <laughs> why I got to three hundred miles because I've already done it uh-huh. millions of times. What do you mean? So, I've never had a car. Oh, my yeah, that's whole entire right. Life. That's right. From, See, I don't even bike. From 18, when I was literally. I mean, what is yeah. It, 18 so, you've 16. been on a bike constantly. So, that does. Yeah, six. That's a precursor to that story. Exactly. So, that's different. Most people are in a car, whatever. Exactly, their whole life. Yeah. So, if I had done that, that would be. It was all prepped. Okay, it okay. Was my mu- yeah. I had the muscle for the. Gotcha. The- you had the muscle, but your legs. Oh, yeah, exactly. By the end of this thing, you're riding all day. How'd you feel at the end of it? Oh, exhausted. Your legs? I wasn't too bad. I was. Yeah, because your your legs were prepped. Yeah, they, hey, were, prepped. Dude. they were prepped. They were prepped. Uh, it Those was things took you all the way to San Fran. I mean, I averaged uh, every day. I averaged uh, fifty miles. Fifty. Fifty. It was average. Wow. Average. Nice. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Even going up over the mountain. Yeah, all total. It pretty was, much, pretty, pretty much. Because like, the beginning is slower, you got to go up. Yeah. But then going down, it's bumpy, but you're it's yeah. mostly the way down. But oh, as soon as I got... Dude, to- you might... This is... If anybody's listened to this, you might be able to... Like, if anybody wanted to do that as a challenge, that'd be amazing. You'd probably at least want to ride your bike constantly for a year or two. But then to do that, that could that could help a lot of people. Even if you just do something crazy like that, exactly. That's what I was do saying. something like that it's in so your simple. life. So simple. You can go. Okay, let's let's say you um, you go to work, right? <clears throat> and where I live to where I used to work, that was literally seven miles. Oh, was it? Right. Seven. And miles. you rode it every day. Every day, seven yeah. miles. That's fourteen Dude, miles. It's so healthy. There and back. That's Dude, f- it's so healthy yeah. too. Look at that. Times fourteen. Times that by what? 10 days, you're already 140. You did it. Times that by no. two, that's that's 20 days. You're right. You're almost, you're yeah. basically there already. You know what's so funny? I I had, I had put my bike together and uh, and I just rode a few days ago, like from Sparks to Reno. And it took me like whatever, an hour. Remember, you came pick me up. And I was like, it felt so good, man. It felt so good. But you know, it's so funny because you, you really get an idea how far everything is when you're on a bike as compared to a, a car you're in a car constantly you have no idea walk it i dare you right see how far it really is yep. you get a whole different perspective Absolutely. break that habit <laughs> try it take a bike that's right take it it doesn't matter if people think you're looking like you're homeless or whatever it don't matter Right. It doesn't matter. It, it's yeah. cool. It is very, it, it's actually very satisfying. It's very satisfying. Yeah, I gotta say. Yeah. And you're enjoying nature if you're by a river or whatever. And here's the misconception, some of the misconceptions if you wanna know about biking. Oh man, it's so cold. Not true. Not true. If you ride for the first probably five minutes, five to ten minutes, yes. But after that, your body starts to warm up. And if, especially if you have a, like a jacket. Yeah. 
you'll start to sweat. Yeah, and you're, you're hot like, in there. Exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of misconceptions on that. Dude, that could be like actually such a, a blessing for America. If imagine a people like a lot more people were biking. Yeah. To and from work. That'd be amazing, man. It's simple. And they're That'd be amazing. And and I would always challenge people like when it comes to like climate change or whatever, okay, you care so much about the climate. Why don't you just ride your bike yeah. from your work and just do if, yeah. Yeah, do your part. Like that's all yeah. you need to do. It's simple. That's yeah. it. Oh no, it's too don't, dangerous. Don't oh, say this, that. It's don't too question d- people's uh, beliefs and, and question that they don't do anything about it now. Yeah. Hey, I'm just yeah, saying, get, like, you care so much. Get offended. Hey, oh my I just, God. I, I know. My, my simple question I would know. be. Why? Yeah, my people s- have all to say, but they have no none of the do. My simple no question. Action. How do you get to work? That would be my thing. Yeah. Okay, you care so much about the climate. How do you get to work? Yeah. How do you get to work? Oh, I, r- I drive a hybrid. Okay, great job. But You're he, still using gas. You're still using gas. Nothing wrong with that. If but. you're really, and maybe they're working on it, but... But they don't even say that. Yeah, if, they're never. They never have a goal of exactly. being completely emission free and being intentional. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just being intentional. And yeah, have it as a goal if you really yeah. believe in that. And then people will follow you because they're like, "Hey, man, I, wow, I, I see you do this, and this is yeah. why you do it because yeah. you've always believed in it yeah. and your values." Are this and most people thought I did it for climate change, my bicycle. I was like, no, I do it because I love riding my bike. Yeah, that's it. It's like yeah, you grew up doing it and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Forrest Gump. You know, <clears throat> hey, you know, he's running around America. He's like, and the, all the reporters are like, hey, man, why are you doing this for women's rights, for animal, animal cruelty? And he's like, no, <laughs> yeah. I just felt like running. That's exactly how I feel. I just feel like riding my bike. Yeah, that's yep. that's all I do it for. It's because I feel like being a kid, and it makes me feel like I'm being in an adventure. That's yep. that's the only reason I ride. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, anyways, yeah. Um, going back to... But, yeah, that's a huge breaking point. That's it. And uh, what, what, what day was it? September 10th, 2018. Nice. I will never nice. forget. I'll never forget. Sick. That's and the it, day you left. That's the day I left. And, and there's so much more to the story. It led me all the way to Israel. It's amazing. But that's another time. I'll tell you the story another time. All the way to the other side of the planet. All the other side. So when you break, and when you break the routine, and it was so worth it. You'll you end up breaking a lot more than just that. Yeah, it gets addicting. You get opening. Yeah, it gets really addicting. Yeah, and there's no way to go back. Yeah, there's yep. like once you know, once you know, you know. You're just like, it's truth. That's all it is. Like yeah. you, you really just define your own like your own yeah. truth or whatever it is. Yeah, define what you you know. You're like, wow, this is what I can do? Yeah. Wait a minute. Why Everybody, am I limiting myself? All these teachers or all these authority figures are telling me that I cannot do something. And then you do it. And then you realize, wait a minute. No. It just gets more addicting. More addicting. Yeah, I read in a book. It was something like people here fr- from the day you're born to like 17 or something. You hear no and no, you can't. Something like 35,000 times. And yes, you can. Something like 1,200. It's true. Or something like it's it's so, you know. And I I, I was watching such uh, another an podcast. Uh-huh. They were saying the same thing. Oh, are but they? Yeah. This time they were saying low income families you hear more no, mm. but higher income uh, class yeah. they say yes. Well, oh. encouragement. Yeah, because right. if you well think about it. the surrounding, yeah. your environment, their environment. Everyone's exactly. telling each other no. You can't do that. No, you can't go in business. No, you exactly. can't. You can't escape this, this routine. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can do anything. And that's, you, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not, uh, it's not the color of your skin. It's not the age. Yeah. It's not any of those things. Like, I've, it's, it doesn't matter where you live. You can do anything. Yeah. You literally can do anything. I was, uh, I actually, look, some of the classes and stuff I've been taking, I'm like, I could show this to my, my, you know, eight-year-old cousin. He could start learning e-commerce now. Yep. And be learning basics. I mean, like nothing. He could have his own online store. His mom and dad could just co-sign, blah, blah, blah. Dude, he could be blowing them out of the water in a few years with some of the stuff I'm learning. I mean, no problem. They would be making their income. He'd be like, yeah, I made, you know, uh, 150000 last month. They'd be like, huh? Because he's not limited. I think we really need to go back to a childhood learning style and not be so close to. I think that's, you know, this world makes you hard. It, yeah. may, it, it makes you, all those no's build walls. And I hope this podcast helps take down some of those for somebody out there. Yeah, you're right. It's like that, like um, like a child, childlike mindset, I guess, or like a child childlike yeah. mindset um yeah being a kid and really using your imagination to the fullest like it really comes yeah. down to it yeah you can do anything you can literally i think i think by doing this like even doing this body like going back to like why i'm doing this again and and it's because i can do i can change the world by just this i know that, look at this oh and i only need one listener that's all i need you only need to hear yeah like one and guess what i'm doing like guess what i've been doing these last three we've been talking about this for like at least two years intentionally we're like hey yeah. let's record and we we've been trying here too i at, know here specifically at, at every starbucks we've been trying we, yeah I, I was learning like, the skills oh, okay i don't have the microphones uh we almost we, we almost left because of the we're like no they're not going to turn on the music oh more excuses music here. yeah more, it was loud they yeah. turned it off for us that was yeah. awesome that was awesome so it's it's uh, all these excuses that i can come up with and it's like no the intention's there and now i feel like i'm I'm finally like, hey, I'm, I'm doing See? something. I'm, I'm letting go. We, we did it again. Broke the routine. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We're breaking the routine. Yep. And like people. And now we're opening opportunity. Because yeah, same thing. You have to learn to do it. Absolutely. You have to learn to break those those comfort zones, those whatever, those bad habits, and just be like, just shut yourself up because all those excuses, all these justifications, all these blaming isn't doing us anything. We just need to get down and do it. That's it. So, so yeah, and then I exactly we could have come up with every these obstacles would have come. Yeah, you know, it's been too long. Sorry, we haven't. Yeah, I apologize. I'm doing yeah, a disservice. I for should you guys. have. Well, and I should have been more persistent on your butt. Yeah, absolutely. Because these conversations are so fun. It's like, gosh. Yeah. You know, and I wish personally, it's like I wish I had more talk people to talk to. Right. Sometimes. Absolutely. What I've learned. You feel the same. I know. Way, I, know I know. What, what I know. I know. Understand. It's, it's very rare. And you catch when you're reaping fruits that are good. You want to share it because it's so much it's like, funner. Gosh. It's look. It's so much funner. Um, what is it? 
if you want to go to the top somewhere, it's so much funner with bringing everybody along, like yeah. the friends and having the same mindset, the vulnerability and the creativity, the innovation. Yeah, join us, you guys. This, <laughs> exactly. is, this is fun. Yeah. Life's cool. Like, yeah, is it hard work? Absolutely. Do I got to wake up early? Absolutely. Do I got to get my work done? Absolutely. Do I have to serve everybody? Absolutely. I get to choose to do all these things now. It's not, it's not me. It's not a burden. It's a choice. I get to wake up and be like, hey, this is what I get to do today. I might not even get, I might not even finish my project. I might not even finish this. I might, whatever. I might be back down, but at least I got one step closer to getting where I want to be. Like even doing this, this is one step. And I've been making excuses. I keep, hey, Arthur, if you're listening to this, I know you're listening to this, Arthur. I called you up and I told you, hey, I'm going to shoot this on this day and I'm going to release it on May 7th or 6th or whatever. I'm letting you know. So I'm being accountable. So I know you're listening to this. I'm calling you out from Vegas. Uh, so that's that's me shouting out to you. So here I am being accountable, baby. Come on. Yes. What, what do I always say, Arthur? Oh, oh, and what the F. Do whatever it takes. You get it. You understand. It's an inside joke. But anyways, I love you, Arthur. I just want to say that I'm being accountable just for you. So making sure that, hey, Good. thank you for for pushing me. And uh, anyway, I called him up and I was like, hey, dude, uh, I'm so sorry. I, I was supposed to release that podcast like a week ago. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, and then I called him up. I was like, man, I feel so guilty. Hey, I'm going to do a new one. I'm filming it this Friday. I'm doing, I'm, and I'm going to release it next week after this. So, yeah. Period. Dude, we're all guilty. I know. Yeah. So people breaking habits, doing stuff new, it takes time. Man. And then I told my friend, um, I shoot somebody else's podcast, Andrew, uh-huh. Andrew Pride Fitness and Movement. Uh-huh. And he talks about fitness stuff. And I've been learning a lot from him, believe it or not. Um, he's my coach and I've been filming all his stuff, but I've been learning more from him because he's a good host. He's been, mm-hmm. he's becoming a better host like oh, over yeah. time. Mm. I was like, whoa, okay. I remember when he first started, it was like, eh, but after 20 episodes, he's like, hey, how do you do this? Like, I was asking him questions like, hey, what's, how do you know when to like change the rhythm or, or yeah. when to cut it? How do you know? Like, it's just like, oh no, I just, and and, and then he told me, he's like in the back of mind, back of his mind is like, <clears throat> every time I walk into a podcast, I'm like, I hope I don't screw this up. <laughs> really? Yeah, like back of like, oh, he has a fear well, still. Of course. Yeah. But it's like, no, everything turns out into like a conversation. Yeah. And, you start yep. to get loose and whatever. So yeah, over time, it's like yeah, and yep. he's like, it, it always gets good right at the end because you start to loosen up. You start to yeah, loosen up. The best is usually towards the end. <laughs> eh, well, not always. No, not always. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, so that makes sense. Anyways, yeah. So uh, yeah. Any 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 last thoughts, Josh? I I yeah. do wanna I do wanna just say yeah. Any last thoughts? Anything you wanna put in um, uh, for our first episode? Anything you wanna add? Uh, within this conversation uh, NPCs we talked about NPCs we talked about uh, the breaking point um, would you want to add your breaking point um, is that something what, what was your breaking point I mean well you, yeah you run now a detail so Josh runs a detail shop so if you if uh, he runs precision auto detailing here in Sparks Nevada or Reno Nevada and uh, it's super high tech it's like all these lights and I hear all the compliments. I mean, it's like the technology of innovation of detailing, right? It's it's something else. It's it's it really is. It's an experience. It's what you're really <laughs> going in there. And uh, what got you to that point? Because I got to know Josh when he was just doing uh, mobile service. He was just doing headlights, restoring headlights, and 
I mean, he was at car dealerships. He showed me how to do it. Uh, I don't think you were doing detail, maybe here and there. No, it wasn't not, at all. Not at all. So we met. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because then you later got mentored, right? Yeah. So what, um, even to that point, what was your breaking point? Was it before the headlights? Was it like, uh, it was, it was, wasn't it? Like with Atlantis or? So. Or what, what was it? In my case, I've had, in my case, I've had, uh, a couple different really strong breaking points. I don't know if you want to record it all right now. Um, maybe we could do that later and uh, title it. I'd love to share it. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, we'll uh, do it the be next more episode. specific. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> but uh, I, in high school, um, I had a huge breaking point right before I turned eighteen. Um, I was. You know, I was doing drugs. I was even dealing and stuff. Uh, and at one point, I ran away and almost got shot. A bunch of craziness happened. There was a break. There was something that happened that uh, they kind of broke me of the natural world. And I started looking at more of the inner world and how the how who we are on the inside. Then, uh, and I devoted a good 10 plus years of my life because what of, of something specific I experienced, uh, supernatural. <clears throat> and so I, I devoted my whole life to the inner world. And, uh, and like I said, and learning who I was and what I, and what, and who people are. And I was devoted to that. And then, um, and then about four years ago, I got to a point where, uh, where I wanted more information uh, about business. I nickel and dime myself. I never uh, considered money at all of any value when I was in the spiritual stuff and the inner world stuff. And, um, and then it got to a point where I was like, you know what? I really don't want to just nickel and dime. And I was just kind of tired of it. And I was like... And I prayed. I said, God, can you, I had that, I had a headlight restoration business and I wanted to grow. I wanted to do a little bit more. And so I just prayed. I said, God, please give me information uh, to grow my business. And, uh, and literally that week um, <clears throat> or within a week, I ended up getting amazing information that, you know, that I was open for. And uh, that really was a huge breaking point as far as financial. <clears throat> I've been really fortunate that I grew up uh, a loner. I was a loner, man, growing up. And so a lot of people think, a lot of people get stuck um, and think that's a bad thing. It can actually be an asset because you see, you you have you get the uh, the opportunity to observe how society works from the outside. So if anybody's on here and you're a loner, it doesn't matter. If you're a loner, you got a lot of friends. Both can be destructive, but both can also be constructive. But you should be able to break from one to the other at any given time. You should be able to be alone, or you should be able to be with people comfortably. Because a lot of people have a ton of people around them, but it's fake environment. 
and nobody's real with themselves. And there's a lack of good character in the people, and they're destructive, and they're killing each other. In the inner world and the outer. Okay. But a lot of people are alone. And that can obviously be destructive, too, because we're social animals. We need people. We need support. And, you know, sometimes we're put in that position, you know, either by choice uh, or by not choice maybe we grew up in bad situations you know we grew up with a lack of support from our family and parents and our friends and anything you know and that can be one of the most destructive things i personally think that's one of the most destructive things in society is just a lack of support from your family and peers and you know people aren't taking care of each other you don't have support it's like yeah so <clears throat> so I, so I, I see both sides. Yeah. And so, so I extra, I, you know, both sides can be beneficial. Both sides can be beneficial. Absolutely. So, but, you gotta but like, since, yeah. since I experienced a lot of a time alone with myself, I could see, and I never had as dramatic of breaking points as a lot of people do that are highly social. And have to go. They didn't, you know. Most people, if they're if they're stuck in a social group, it's not worth breaking from it. Right. Now, let me say this: you don't have to break it completely, but there's some things. There's going to be points. If you're going to be real with yourself, you're going to have to be honest. And there may be some people you're going to have to, you know, cut out of the picture. You know, unfortunately, when it came to my business, I couldn't share. You know, I couldn't share some of this stuff with my family. Because they couldn't, they were too fearful. When I started doing really big, when I started pushing big business stuff, there was nothing but fear. And so unfortunately, I had to stop talking with them about that specific thing. Absolutely. You You can't share everything with everybody. Be selective. I learned that from Les Brown. I remember Les Brown. Did he say something? Yeah, very similar. He's like, hey, you know, when I'm when I'm running. I just talk about running with my running buddies. So, oh, okay, right. Yeah. When, I, when I'm, uh, you know, talking about uh, maybe religion, <laughs> I'm just talking about religion. That's it. No, nothing with the religious people. That's it. Period. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. You when don't I'm, talk about. Uh huh. But when I'm talking with my business people, I'm talking really high level stuff here. Really high, but that and, and that can go. Yeah. That can range. Yeah. He's like, he's like I, that can range for different because they're high level people thinking, right? But when it comes to like my running buddies, I just talk about running. When I, you know, and mm. I do, I do, I apply the same thing. I apply the same thing to certain friends because they, but I, I can't. It's not that I can't. I just, I just know. I'm aware mm. of where they're at until they start asking questions and they start really digging deep or really like, hmm, it's it's reciprocal. The conversation yeah. is very simple. Yeah, they can take it. They can take it, exactly. Yeah. So it's, as long as it's reciprocal, hey, hey, maybe this can lead somewhere. Yeah. Or, or they're stretching themselves or, yep. or vice versa. They're stretching me. Yeah. Right? Because it's not just about me. I, I would rather hang out with people that are smarter than me because then they can be able to stretch me. Yes. My thinking like you. Yeah. Right? 
uh, you think I'm gonna hang out with Josh? He makes way more money. You think I wanna? You think I wanna listen to somebody that doesn't make this much money? I'm like, yeah, I think I wanna listen to this guy. He has the results. I see what he's doing. I'm gonna copy, and I'm catching up. I'm finally catching up. Like it took me a little longer, but I'm catching up. Uh, I don't know about longer, but yeah, it's. But know. no, it's. But you know what I mean. It's not. Yeah, that, not the long. You're, yeah, you're doing it. I'm doing it exactly. Yeah. But I'm finally like, I'm picking up what he's saying, and I'm like all this information i'm like huh i'm getting closer like i'm understanding the giving okay the more i give the more i'm gonna receive it's these yeah. little principles that i'm learning and um yeah so it's it's been great it's been yeah. a good journey and i'm glad you're not only listening to me but you keep on like i said you're you're learning everywhere and and learning from really quality stuff man. absolutely like i said keep learning from people from the top Anybody listen to this? This is why I keep telling him. When you want to learn something, learn from people at the top. And I mean, and I told him, I said, look, I can't give you a 20, 30 years experience worth of business, but I can give you what I can. But one of the biggest things that I learned from another business guy was to learn from the top. Learn from guys that are way ahead of any industry, anything you want to do in life. And so I see you doing that keep doing that learn from the best man don't Absolutely. learn from bottom you know people that are just starting are a little bit ahead i know i you know like i said yeah I, i'm glad you took the the foundational stuff from me and you're running with it absolutely and i think and that's i completely agree i mean i'm glad i learned the business side of of you know i'm learning the business side <clears throat> of filmmaking and as an artist most artists don't learn the business side they really avoid it they're they're very um Go ahead. They're very technical. Oh, no, or, or, uh, or too much creative. Oh, too much creativity. Too, it's too much creativity. There's no structure. Oh, okay. Right, and we were talking you about that last time. You know what's so funny? Uh-huh. I listen to Spotify, right? Yeah. And there's really popular songs on the, the radio and whatnot. But I took some time, and I was like, but if you keep on searching a genre of music, do you not find amazing songs that you've never heard before? Absolutely. And you're like, why isn't this being played? Absolutely. So as much as we have a skill, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to benefit us. Mm-hmm. A high skill. But you need to have the full package and be able to get yourself out there. you got to be diligent on that. And I was thinking about that. I was like, I wish whoever made this song was more diligent to get it out to more people or something. I don't right. know. You know what I'm saying? Some of the songs, they're better than the top, you know, or it would be in the top 10. Absolutely. Of some of this stuff. You know what I'm talking I know about? exactly what you're talking they, about. They, they write the song well. It's smooth. It's clean. It's cut. And you're like, I wish I didn't have to search so hard to find it. But you're right. It takes more practical skills and Absolutely. more technical skills. Absolutely. And... And like you were saying before, yeah. though, like finding a mentor, like now I'm looking for, man, maybe if you're listening, uh, I do film stuff. And now I'm like, I want to aim for making a movie. Like I'm aiming. Do you? Real, yeah, of course. I, it's been I, at first I was like, nah, but then I, I really look at it. It's like it's such a high um, goal mm-hmm. that I'm like, why isn't anybody making a movie? And I'm seeing all these problems. Mm-hmm. And but it helps me because there's so much. When it comes to filmmaking, I just love like all the layers. I love everything mm-hmm. that's involved. And, mm. and not only that, like it's not just me. There's a team, and a team that loves working on a big project. They love getting, together. They love it so <clears throat> much. And I'm like, 
it's so much funner mm. than trying to make a movie by yourself. If if you had a mentor that uh, that you could go and learn from right now, who would it be? Christopher Nolan. Okay, that's one of them. He's a one of the big directors. Okay, cool. cool. Um, who else would be another one? Why him? Oh, God, I love. You know what I love him? I love this guy because he avoids the green screen. He 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 will, he will build everything he can to make this move like hypothetically like the lights shift he'll build an exterior and he'll move an object like he'll do a construction job everything to make it feel a certain way it's like he puts so much effort into like one scene details exactly that you don't see behind the scenes oh really right it wasn't green screen it wasn't really it wasn't really quick there's a lot of quality work there's a lot of thought so I like the directors that have put a lot of thought into something and and doing whatever it takes to be like, hey, what can we do to avoid the green screen? What can we do to avoid the easy route? Let's take the hard route and figure it out. I know we can do it. I know it's gonna be challenging. I know it might even cost money, but the end result is gonna be so much worth it because if, if we don't, then we're, we're the we're, quality is so much higher. Exactly. Is it? Yep. And guess what? Interesting. Okay. He gets, he gets paid for what he's worth. Accordingly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. People keep watching his movies. Yeah. People keep going back. It's it's a nonstop thing. So it's like, that's what I want to produce. That's what I love producing. Who else? Uh, who else? Who else? Another director would be. So he's your number one pick, huh? Number one pick. Mm. For sure. Okay. Uh, what's the other guy that I like? Gosh. Um. I guess Steven Spielberg, too. Sure. Uh, yeah, because he has a lot oh, yeah. of, like, based on... Some of them aren't even based on a true story. I mean, uh, I always thought Forrest Gump was, like, based on a true story. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. It wasn't. But it wasn't. But the way he... Mm. The way it was, like, outlined, where, you know, uh, Forrest Gump taught Elvis how to dance. Or um, he was responsible for the Watergate scandal. Right for uh-huh. President Nixon, right? Yeah. Things like that that I, I've uh, and that movie actually really inspired me. The running part really inspired me to do my bike thing. Like, oh, really? That's that's a huge, mm. that's a huge deal because because you felt that parallel. Absolutely, I was like, you're that like, ex- ooh, this hits me exactly. So I've always wanted to do something. That's been since I was a kid. When do I, you know where he where he got that uh, the story? Not a, I, no. I think they're all inspired by. Like all the little scenes are inspired by different people. Interesting. I'm pretty sure. Interesting. I'm pretty sure. So that's cool. Well, you know, maybe someday. Hey, if you're if you guys are listening, you and you like what you hear with Glenn, uh, you know, as a personal note, I see extreme quality. If uh, you know, put a shout out to them. You know, it's it's you're doing quality stuff, man, above anything in the city. So it's already. And, and I'm challenging the, the, you know, the status quo. Like, I'm challenging, like, I don't want to just be a video production business here in Reno. Like, that's okay. Like, if that's the goal, that's great. But I, I want to do something that that's uh, going to change my community. That's going to be like, hey, I get people involved. Where um, maybe we get a chance to finally make my first movie in Mexico City, in my own little city. Or I can hire all my friends there. To, to help me move the lights do this like they will be so involved they don't care if they don't get any money as long as hey, they're part of it part of it like hey nice. I just want to be part of it and I'm still going to pay him oh that would be cool that would be cool if you did that that's exactly it because they're they're willing as long as hey we got everything right um, and I'm starting small though 
and my my theory and more of my philosophy now when it comes to filmmaking it goes if you can master a 30 second commercial a good story with all the layers music sound effects uh dialogue whatever Mm -hmm. whatever you need to do if you can master 30 seconds then okay then what's next you can master the one minute and then you can master one minute and 30 and then two minute and so forth and it just duplicates and yeah and you just get better and yeah, better because one scene is only so long exactly once you you get it to that point so so treat every scene treat every if it's if it's one scene mm. is one minute treat it really good and then the next one treat it really good treat the yeah. next one really good. and yeah. then there you go there's your one hour and 30 minute movie yeah well, and you know what? That that brings us back to one of the building principles, which is whatever it is you're working on, do it with all your might and do it with all the quality you have. It doesn't matter if it's a five second, if it doesn't matter if it's a picture, put all the thought you can into it, whatever it is you do. Why? That, I wish somebody would have told me that in school. Absolutely. If you're working at McDonald's, be the absolute best burger fryer. Be the quickest. Dude, that kind of stuff people don't realize. Before I started my business, I was the highest quality in everything I did. Correct. Do the best in everything. It doesn't matter. People mocked me. Oh, I was there. People gave me a hard time. Oh, I was there. Even though I worked hard. Man, if people would just always be on time, be reliable, do what you're supposed to do and a little more always be happy you're gonna excel past 90 plus percent of people without even thinking about it you're you are automatically putting yourself into high value range even though you might not get a raise you are you have become more valuable than anybody everybody else in your environment you keep doing that in everything you do you're going to see a huge change in your life. Absolutely. And you're, you keep on, you add more value in everything you do with people. You are going to receive more value. People, like I hear some stories and people are like, dude, I kick butt in this. this. Now they want to make me a manager. They want to, they want to give me a raise. They want to give me more responsibility. And it's like, and it's common sense. You don't, would you go? Do you like going to a restaurant? And when you're getting served, the servers are like, hey, how's it going? What do you want? No. Or would it you sets like, the like, tone. Hey, how are you guys doing? Welcome in. Hey, just so you know, we got a special on blah, blah, blah. Well-educated, high-quality food. Blah. You have that kind of stuff? I mean, you love the. I love the experience. People, when they find out about you, when they're interested in you, there's a restaurant. Unfortunately, I stopped going. The food was good, but... I would tip like 10, 20 bucks. And they're like, they don't even care. I'm like, hello, what are you here for? Right. I give them 20, 30. I mean, I love to tip big and they don't even care. That's right. <laughs> Guess what? I will not go there anymore, period. Right. Because I'm like, I'm not appreciated at all. They don't appreciate, and they don't appreciate their work. I mean, even the food was good. It's like... That piece is missing. Don't let pieces missing in anything. Yeah. You know? It, it reminds me of a story of, um, uh, there's an author called uh, John Maxwell. 
and he talks mm. about the uh, he went to this restaurant and i don't know I, I forgot what the town was but he went to the specific restaurant and and you know they're ordering to eat whatever and he's like oh sir what would you like to drink uh and he's like uh, can i get a diet coke oh sorry sir we don't have a diet coke oh okay i'll, I'll just have a normal coke that, that's okay right and then months later he goes to the same restaurant. You know what? I'm just going to go back to that same restaurant. Wasn't thinking of anything. Whatever. And then he came back. He's like, hey. Uh, and he's just curious. So maybe, uh, maybe I'll ask for a Diet Coke. He's like, hey, can I, can I get a Diet Coke? He's like, sir, we've been waiting for you. We actually <laughs> saved a six-pack just for you specifically because I knew nice. you were going to ask. Yeah. And then, boom, he served. You'd think. And then John's like, I'm going to come back here. Because they cared. Yeah. Because they actually put the thought. And even though I didn't come for two months or whatever time, they still thought about me. Hey, maybe one day this guy's going to come back and ask me for a Diet Coke. And we won't disappoint him. Yeah. Gosh, how do I? I would go back there in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. Who's the manager? Who's Who taught this guy? Who? That's right. I would ask questions. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You're making me feel special. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, yeah. And that's what Josh has been teaching me too. Believe it or not, now that, that this is kind of getting into the conversation is being very tailored, right? In the we're in the tailor business, mm-hmm. right? In the video production business, I'm a tailor. Yeah, you're yeah working it out exactly uh, Josh, their fit. Josh is a uh, does auto detailing, but he tailors to that customer. He understands who that person is by personality, because we all have different personality yeah, types. It's like, yeah, I know what they want. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I take them out of their car. I'm like, hey, you know, what do you need done? What do you, what's your goal? That's right. Yep. Yep. So. And yeah, deliver <laughs> on the goal. Deliver. Keep refining it. That's all. You know. Keep testing things. Yeah. Yeah. Don't and be an NPC. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Think about people in your life that, you know, whatever, your mom, dad, family, whatever. If, you know, there's certain things they repeat. That if you tailor well to them, mm-hmm. it just makes life smoother. It does. It really does. It really, yeah. It yeah. really does. So Things like that. It doesn't have to be just at work. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Start tailing, tailoring for others, and you'll be amazed. Tailor extremely well for others, and you watch. Other people will come and tailor to you extremely well. Absolutely. It's, it's reciprocal. It, it might not start immediately. But if you start helping people out, being high quality, doing as best you can, people recognize it. You, you, it will be inevitable. You will start reaping beneficial things. Work hard, be reliable, and 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 keep on growing. Be willing to change, be adaptable. Absolutely. Traits like that. It's it's yeah. not taught in school, unfortunately. And people are, are suffering the consequences and they wonder why, you know, they can't get ahead in different aspects of life. And, you know, it, it comes down to your integrity and, you know, and and really what you got to put yourself in other people's shoes and look at yourself. How do I look to other people? Right. How am I being presented to other people? How am I coming across? You know, I... Not to say like sometimes I don't want to just wear clothing that's undisciplined and goofy or whatever, but I'm to the point now where like I enjoy discipline. Same here. On the outside, I enjoy being disciplined on the outside and how I look, 
because I'm serious about how people, how I want people to see me. Absolutely. I'm serious about my life. I'm serious, Absolutely. you know, about others. Absolutely. I love to help others. I love and and think you you know, no, I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody who wears like you know whatever stuff that isn't um, discipline in attire. But personally, for me, you know, I see extreme lack of discipline in the world. Now, that's not to say a lot of people that are extremely disciplined on the outside are extremely rude. Correct. Too. There's that extreme. <laughs> so there's balance. So some people are so disciplined on the outside that they're mean. Absolutely. And it's like they don't, they look down on people that are, you know, a little more lax and everything. I don't, I love being lax too, but generally sure. I'll wear stuff that's a little bit tighter. Yeah. You know? Right. It's, it's a reflection of the inner world. That's all it is. I mean, even, you know, like I just got a cowboy hat. I've been wearing this thing everywhere. <laughs> I mean, and, and most people know me, right? They, I don't wear cowboy hats. I'm not mm-hmm. somebody that has cattle or whatever, a cowboy persona. I, I actually don't even like, I didn't even like it when I saw the rodeo here in Nevada, in Reno. We have a rodeo every year. I would be like, oh gosh, those people. like Almost like, I would be like, oh, they're so fake. Like they would only wear it at that time. But they wouldn't wear it all the time, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the thing <laughs> that would fun. bother me. Oh, really? It would bother me because I see all these people like only wear a cowboy hat when it's the rodeo. But mm. well, how come they're not wearing it every they single day? They don't enjoy it elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. At all? Why do we have to blend in? Why do we have to act like a certain thing when some according to the environment? Exactly. Why not break that? And I just wore this because, first of all, I was like, hey, it looks good on you. Okay, all right, I'll check it out. Second, I was like, you know what? I, I it, it gave me a different kind of persona and and a lot of confidence within because I was like I had to earn it in a way it was almost like given to me like like a new like because I wake up early now like you're saying discipline like the cowboy life they're disciplined like they got to get things done tomorrow they got to get their cattle they got to get their their chickens they got to get things done regardless of whatever they might even so it's actually kind of a feeling of discipline exactly it does it it does give me a discipline i get things more done faster and quicker and i'm like i'm certain about things i don't know there's something about it (laughs) just feel like yeah and it's it's put that thing on i see it over there oh no i can't i can't because you can't uh, either i would either i would would. but it's like um here i'll show it off yeah give me one sec yeah, because you do look, dude, cowboy out like that. Uh. Yeah, I mean, this is this is yeah. it. Like, this, this is what makes it look good. Like, official. Official. Like, the cowboy hat has been really, really changed my life. Like, it's it sounds ridiculous. Kind of inside. Yeah. With it inside, yeah. It's uh-huh. just, it's an, in, but it had to happen inside so first before uh-huh. it, it was outside. <laughs> because then I would be lying to myself. Like, mm-hmm. I would try to put a, like you were saying, mm-hmm. some people are very disciplined on the outside, but down deep inside, they don't have a heart. Yeah. They don't have, like, this strong, confident, bold, understanding, wise kind of person. And that, that's what I see. Now it's like, it's in me now. Like, the confidence is in me. The certainty is in me. I'm on purpose. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like. Being yeah. on purpose. Nice, nice. Yeah, man. No, that's awesome. Like I said, man, this is, it's awesome to see 
been seeing you grow and everything. Thanks. And I'm so glad, man, I could share that with you. And you took it and ran. And you're Thanks. running with stuff like that. And you're taking it from other people. And uh, and we're doing it. Yeah. We're finally and now doing we're sharing it. sharing some of this. That's right. With everybody. Absolutely. And so. Cool. Hey, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to cut it now. Um, so we've been on the podcast for one minute and 23 minutes. And this is Josh Franks. Uh, where can they find you, Josh? Where can they find you? What's uh, you got social media? I don't know. Do, do you want to be fine? I don't know. Yeah. So, no, if you want to see, I do uh, I do social quotes. I call it jo- – if you look up real Joshua Lee on Instagram, you can see a whole bunch of cool social quotes I've just learned over the years that I posted online. Um, and then stay tuned with uh, – with your pot, you know, with uh, Glenn's podcast, I'm sure we're going to be doing more. Absolutely, we're going to get a lot, a lot more in depth, and then I'm sure, you know, if people have questions, oh, absolutely, you know, if you guys have questions, uh, DM him, and uh, we'd love to share, you know, maybe a little different opinion than a lot of people have about different issues, you know. Yeah, we love testing, even what we believe and what we know. Absolutely. And yeah. and verifying as best all forms of information that we can. Yeah. You know? And uh, so, yeah, look forward to doing some more of this. I, I'm really glad we're sharing this I with know. people. This is fun. And, uh, <laughs> I don't find what we... Gosh. Yeah. No and more I, excuses. And I'll just say this for Glenn and both mine's sake, if anybody on here, this is what I told Glenn. If you appreciate the information we're sharing, do us a favor and share it to somebody else. Absolutely. Share this kind of stuff because, you know, if you appreciate it, I'm sh- you know there's other people that will appreciate it too if you yes. recognize the value. Absolutely. So please share it. Please share what Glenn's going to be sharing. I know you're going to be doing a lot more than just with me. Yeah, no, The the believe it or not, I'll have another podcast too. I'll be hosting for a nonprofit as well. So we're setting that up. So I might as well start practicing now, getting that for the Katie Grace Foundation. And uh, honestly, some of the stuff that I have here, uh, not all of it, but I'm going to give her a shout out for that. Like the Katie Grace Foundation has really been supporting my business as well. And her mission, her purpose and what we're doing. We've been working with her, volunteering. Yep. And that's been changing my life completely. And I'm sure with Josh, too. And just seeing like the need that there is out in the world. And like I said, like we said in the conversation, like you could just start small. Yeah. Literally start small. Yeah. (laughs) Learning to give. Yeah, if anybody wants to look up in Reno, the Katie Grace Foundation, this is uh, this is someone who's um, she's doing amazing things for the city uh, beyond what I even knew. I mean, was like possible. Absolutely, this is incredible uh, charity that isn't. I always verify. I helped other charities in the past, and I found out that what I gave wasn't going to where it was supposed to be. And it was taken advantage of. And so now I only give when I know what I'm doing is going to where it says it's going. And with Katie Grace Foundation, I can actually see. True. And and see, touch, and feel where my time, energy, and finances is going to people. And you can go and experience it too. I'm sure she's going to eventually open it up to more people. If they want to help financially, if they want to come and help with her at the warehouses, it's going to be a great opportunity if uh, if you want to help the community and and people in need. This is, this is a great verified 
opportunity. And like I said, don't take my word for it. Verify things for yourself. But this is a great place to start if you want to support the city. Exactly. So, anyways, with that being said, um, this is the first episode of the podcast. And thank you for listening. It's crazy. So many kids come out of college. You said NPC. Non-controlled player. Yeah. Dang. NPC, that, that's, okay. that's what NPCs are. They don't think for themselves. They don't have self-awareness. They're going to get out of college, and they're going to have that cool piece of paper, and yet they're not, they don't know how to how to make lasagna. What happened? But right. they're Italian. And they talk about, oh, I'm Italian, my family's Italian, but you know how to make lasagna. Right, the basics. So now you're like, <laughs> right. so now you're like, and you sit there and you're like, they'll probably look at you and be like, what's the big deal about that? And you think about it, it's like, that's like lineage. Thousands of years, possibly, of you had family members, you know, if, you're, if, if there's somebody going around preaching, I'm 100% Italian. They can have generations of Italians in their family. They're the first generation that doesn't know how to make Italian food. Right. And they think, oh, what's the big deal? You just lost thousands of years, hundreds of years, whatever it is, of yeah. culture, of family ties, of everything. And you don't even realize it because they're so focused on writing the nine pages about some bullshit global warming for the hundred times. Right. Right. It's true. It's true. It's absolutely true. You're right. NPCs. NPCs. I've never I've I've seen that word. I just never knew what it was. It, it's perfect. It's That's interesting. Like they, don't, they don't they're not there. NPCs, huh?